You're listening to Our Root Truth, where we explore and question our reality, freedom, and what it takes to awaken from the hive mind of society. Hello. Good morning, Ross. How are you? I am doing great. How about yourself? I'm fantastic, thank you. That's great. It's uh, bright and early for Our Root Truth. Uh, and um, I do have a topic in mind, but I'm going to, as, as a courtesy, I'm going to offer you uh, the opportunity to pick a topic today as well. Sure, awesome. Are you recording yet? I am recording. This is live. Awesome. Nothing is on our road truth. We don't, we've got all the unedits uh, that we can find. So Fantastic. You and I today. Uh, sorry? Is it just you and I today? It is just you and I. Uh, I, I received a uh, text from Burning Light, and I, I believe he has had a very late night. So I'm going to let him. You know, it, it's it's important to let. Uh, what, what's the what's the term? Sleeping bears lie. Is that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So let's not wake him up. Well, look, I know your interest is in training around and coaching uh, children. I've, I've got a, you know, there, there is an alignment there. So what, what I was going to suggest is we go a little bit, you know, delve a little bit deeper into that in terms of coaching. However, how do we, you know, we get, we start to coach our children, uh, whether it's our children or someone else's, else's child, what what about the the kind of the review process and the reward process? What what are your thoughts around that? Uh, so when you're saying coaching, you just you, you basically just mean that there's a kid that you interact with at some point in your life, whether it's your own kid or whether it's someone else's kid, and you're just trying to help them to grow. Is that what you mean by yeah? That or? Look, you know, to better themselves, to to be able to handle what life throws at them a little bit, you know, a little bit better than perhaps what, what you could have experienced um, or what they're currently going through, um, you know, just to, just to help them out. How, how, how and, and on that, what is that kind of reward and the review that you would, you would kind of um, suggest? Look, that's, a, that's an interesting question because it's something that we just dealt with on the weekend. All right. Um, there you go. Yeah. So, so I actually I've been using a, a, a pretty considerable one with my kids. Um, we had a, a point system, and when they do their chores, they get their points. Um, and uh, there were some chores that were just kind of non-negotiable. So um, we made uh, getting dressed in the morning before breakfast and making a bed when you get out of bed. We made those kind of non-negotiable. Yeah. And what that meant inside the point system was if you do it, you get rewarded and you get a point. If you don't do it, you lose a point. And, right. uh, and each of these points is worth 10 cents to make it really easy so they can get pocket money at the end of the week. Right. Um, now, I've been... Every morning I've kind of been getting up and I've kind of been facilitating this to kind of make sure it all happens. But the, my 
my boys, for whatever reason, are taking way too long at breakfast. Like, they, they can be at the breakfast table for, like, two hours. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, this is just crazy. Yep, yep. So, um, so we're, we're, we've adjusted that, um, and we're, I think we've solved that problem, hopefully, with the goes. But this point system basically rewarded them for things that they did, um, for non-negotiables if they didn't do it, they lost points. Um, taking their guinea pigs out, outside every morning was, was a requirement, um, so they don't get, they've got a little cage that they have inside just to keep them safe at night. Yeah. But in the day, they should be outside on the grass, eating the grass. You know, we've got a big cage, a big area, they should be, you know, outside enjoying that. So yeah. just doing that is actually quite a few points. But if they don't do a task for a day, uh, then the next day, if they don't do it, then the points, you know, accumulate. So there's like, you know, it might be one point day two and two points on day three, sorry, day two and three points on day three. Yeah. So what was happening was they may not do something for a couple of days in a row and their points, their negative points were, were building up very quickly. So instead of going, and, and I actually set it up so that if they did everything, and there's a few bonus things in there as well, like maybe if they made their breakfast or took the bin down and things like that, they get bonus points. Yeah. They could have been earning $2 every single day. Instead, they were going backwards by $2 every day. Right. And they're like, this isn't working. Yeah. So when I'm, when I'm kind of there in their space, um, they're, they're better at doing it. I, really, I don't really need to tell them to do any of the stuff. They kind of get on and get it done. But if I'm not there, they weren't doing anything. And they're like, they're seven and eight now, and I can't spend two hours every morning looking after the kids. They need to have their routines and start getting on with their day. Yeah, um, so again, it's a habit that we're helping them build, right? Yeah, that's right. That's it. And I'm like, well, you know, you're seven and eight now. There's like, how much of this do I need to help facilitate you? You need to kind of take this now. It's now up to you. You know, everything you need to do is not rocket science. You've been doing it every day. You know, this is this is your life. Um, it's now time to start doing it without me having to, you know, stick to pay until 9 a.m. having to be there. Like, that's just getting crazy so um, I left them with it and they've been they've not been doing their father um, and like each day each morning I calculate the points and I tell them how many points they're losing and um, and uh, what's going to be the consequence of losing points and all these things and they and it stopped working as a, as a system so we had a very interesting conversation it went for probably about an hour on the weekend yeah. Talking about this system of reward and, and you know and how and how it works and so we've, we've gone. This isn't working. We need alternatives. So, so we've, so we've looked at that, did, how, did, to, how to solve it. We've said, you know, you you big kid now, um, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that it's solved. They're not getting points anymore um, yeah. because that system wasn't working. So there was a reward system there, and it. Did work for a while, but then it stopped working. So um, I don't have an answer. I actually don't think it's a single answer for one child either. Like our kids are different; they are so different. I, um, I, I love it. I love the topics that we don't have an answer for because it, it gives us an opportunity to find one. Um, yeah. Is it? Did you find out why it didn't work? Well, I actually think it worked for one of them, and not the other one. Right, okay. okay. However, 
However, the one that it works for actually basically um, just follows whatever his brother does. It's his big brother and he looks up to him like it's his, it's his, his big brother's birth almost his life. Yeah. So um, it takes his big brother's lead on pretty much everything. If it was just our younger son, that system, like, I believe, would have been perfect. We wouldn't have to do anything else. Right. So, um, so out of, I guess, out of the group, it, because of the group dynamic, it, it kind of fell apart, you're saying? Yes, yeah. Right. In fact, our solutions for them to get through breakfast is that they're not allowed to eat breakfast together. All right, okay. <laughs> they, have, they, have, uh, they have 20 minutes to have breakfast, they're not allowed to eat breakfast together, and it's been working at three. Okay, okay, excellent, excellent. So, yeah. so my question is... Uh, one of the questions I have after we've discussed this is, do you, do you feel that children see time in a different different perspective? Perhaps that's that, that might be why. Because I've, I've had similar experiences to what you're saying. Um, you know, taking two hours for breakfast doesn't quite make sense to us, but is it that, that two hours is just, you know, kind of drawn out because it's, it doesn't feel like two hours to them? Well, they don't have a concept of time. They need to learn it. Yeah. yeah. So I now have a, have a feeling for time, like I'm sure most adults do, and they can have an idea of what time is. Like someone will go, oh, what's the time? And you'll just instinctively kind of know what the time is, even if you haven't had a watch on all day. Yeah. Um, oh, and, you know, my son goes, oh, that was probably about two minutes. They go, no, that was probably about 15, and it might be 14 and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of have a a feel for it, but it's something we need to learn just like anything else. That's it. Because um, time is a, is a construct that we've made up. We've invented time. And, and that's that's what I was going to get at because part of me is kind of... Um, it's kind of divided as to do we do we really want to push this on our children? And part of me is like, well, it's, it's, it's a construct, right? And we need to have... This is how we function in society. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a tool like anything else. It's like learning how to drive a car. Yeah. It's just a tool that, you know, a, a, a car is another invention of the human race. Yeah. Um, and we need a car to operate inside the, you know, inside the realms, or at least how to use public transport. Isn't that how do you get around? You need to learn some way of transporting yourself around the planet. Yeah. You know, whether you learn how to catch a taxi, whether you learn how to catch a bus, uh, a train, whether you... Plane or automobile, it doesn't matter. You need to figure out how to get around the planet, but you need to learn that. Yeah, and and, and the other and the other part, Ross, that I'd I'd mentioned before we go on is, you know, we we kind of learn about time, and then we have to unlearn it somewhat to kind of find the moment again, right? So perhaps there needs to be a caveat when we teach our children: look, this is a construct. This is this is something we've made up to make things work. But it doesn't mean it's the end all, right? Yes. Now, this thing about learning how to be in the moment is is as, as an awareness for a parent. Like we, your your comment there, we have to unlearn it to be in the moment. Well, no one has to be in the moment, and we don't have have to learn time. There's no kind of have to in life, in in, in my opinion. Yeah. However, as as an individual such as yourself who has awareness that being in the moment is just so powerful. Rather than living in the past or the future, we're 
home invention happen, there's, there's, there's the opportunity for you absolutely when you're teaching something to have that awareness and teach it that way. Say, hey, look, this is a tool. There's this thing called time. Yeah. Human beings invented it, and this is how it works, and this is how you, you use it and implement it in your life all the time. Like, we've invented time so that all of us can be at school at the same time um, together to go through our classes. And at the end of the day, when um, school determines that you have learned enough, the school ends, you know, time ends and you all go home. That's it. So, um, and, but that's just so that we can operate as a society. Like, if, you know, if you rocked up at, at, at what would be called six o'clock and someone rocked up what was called 10 o'clock and the teacher, you know, didn't rock up till the next day, that's not going to work for anyone. Yeah, I think so, I think um, uh, Eckhart Tolle put it quite quite nicely. He called it clock time because he, he was all about the now, right? <clears throat> Living in the now yeah. and the power of now. And he just said, well, it's a great construct. So, yeah, great book, that one. Yes. So anyway, anyone who's listening who hasn't has it hasn't listened or read to, read it, um, definitely get it out. The power of now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, getting back to our discussion, though, you were saying it's it's a way of we can kind of agree, yeah, we can agree and 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 do things together. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just it's just a tool. Uh, but living in the past and living in the future does not serve you in any way, shape, or form. Living in the present does. Having awareness of the past that you don't repeat it can be good. Having um, a, a clarity of the future of where you're going will help you get there. So, kind of. A, 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 um, a moment looking in, in your mirror, um, but living in the present where things are actually happening and the only the only time is now. That's how I like to say it. The yeah. only time is now and now and now and now. So if you're not in the present right now, um, you're missing what's going on. You're not really living because the, the experience happens now. Yeah. I think myself personally, I, I, I was one of those people who, um, and, you know, occasionally this comes up, but not, it's probably once in a, once in, you know, once in three or four months now, <laughs> or even, even more. Um, I, I used to constantly be on, t- uh, be off time, if you'd like to call it, constantly be late, and I'd be, you know, sending texts and so forth, saying I'm going to be late. Um, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a good experience because there was there was kind of no confidence in the people around around me that that I could get there on time or do do what I needed to do. Um, yeah. What changed for myself, Ross, was I just change my perspective on time to more around agree- agreements. And I think you might have come across this as well. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, and, and totally, an, an agreement which um, in some of the education I've done, they refer to it as your word. You give your word to something. Yep. Um, and having the integrity to keep your word is incredibly powerful. Now that that puts a whole new perspective on. I mean, it takes. It, it doesn't. It, time isn't isn't the thing we're talking about. This is about your honor. This is about you being able to do something as a person that you said you'll do. Yep. Absolutely. And, and 
there's a lot more emotion involved in that, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we, you know, that's, that's anything, an episode or, or several. Um, yeah, keeping, your, keeping your word is incredibly powerful. Um, yeah. I'd like to, to know, you've, you've got uh, uh, little ones. What, what, do you have a reward system? Uh, it, it, we do have a reward system. Um, we actually tried a few different ways that we constructed ourselves and then we um one of our um friends while we were away on a holiday uh, suggested a book called the barefoot investor yes i'm not sure if you're familiar with it uh, i personally haven't read it but my wife has uh, it's on my it's on my list of things to do but it's yeah. it's basically a simplified version of some of the kind of the adult reward systems um that I've come across um, and they've just got to do a few tasks a week and they get, a, it's a monetary reward, but that monetary reward is then divided into, you know, savings uh, uh, for fun and, and I think one one is for giving as well. So, um, yeah, so it's a very simple system at the moment, but we haven't, I, I I think we'd still need to work on it um, because there's certain things that just doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, I, I was speaking to my boys about the uh, the carrot and the stick. Yep. Um, and, you know, the carrot obviously being the, 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 the positive reward. Yes. And uh, the stick being the, uh, the negative consequence. And I said, I don't, you know, I don't like the carrot and the stick. Yeah. But I, I recognise the value that they can bring. You know, when you've got someone who's away or towards motivated, it can make a difference. Yeah. Um, and we've provided both in in those compulsory tasks that are kind of not negotiables. Hey, you just need to do that. Um, we've given them both the reward for doing it and a penalty for not doing it. So there's both the, the carrot and the stick. Yeah. To, to motivate them, you know, whichever way they need to be motivated. We have one that's more towards and we have one that's more away. So we have both built into the one system. Yeah. Um, but there still became a point where the stick wasn't a big enough stick. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the failure to do something wasn't experienced as enough pain to create that motivation. But it's also not how I want to motivate my kids. I don't want to reinforce their away motivation. This is the thing. This is the thing. And this resembles society. There's a lot of that going on in society. You know, you don't pay this on time, you get a fee, you're not, you know, there's so many, so many sticks um, out there. I I also wonder this, is this something I want to teach my children or to enforce in my children? Because we're just kind of... um, we're training them to accept that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is this is where I, I went to. I taught him the concept of, I think there's a book that kind of speaks about this, this theory of um, when you're thinking about doing something, if you're going to do it, you need to do it within like three seconds or something. Otherwise, you're not going to. Right. So, so I, I spoke to him the concept of like the fork in the road. And this fork in the road is where you make a choice. And when we make a choice, we reinforce that choice. And each time we make that choice, 
in our brain we have neural pathways. Yeah. If he chooses not to do the thing, so let's just say he make his bed. Um, so he doesn't make his bed. And he makes the choice. He thinks about it. Should I make my bed? Should I not make my bed? And he makes a choice. Whichever choice he makes, makes is makes that one easier to repeat. So if the choice is to make his bed, making his bed becomes really easy. And each time he makes that choice, it becomes easier and easier to make his bed. And, and, and then eventually it doesn't even really become a choice. He just runs the program automatically to make his bed. But if he chooses the ones not make his bed, and then he comes back into his room, and he sees his bed not made, and he thinks about it for a moment and chooses not to make his bed because he'd rather not do something else. Each time he chooses that not make his bed or whatever it's going to be, that path gets stronger. And as he chooses that path, the other path of making your bed gets further and further away. Right, right. So I kind of create the visualisation of walking you down a physical path because that's what's happening in our brain. Yeah. Um, those paths are getting further and further apart. So... We, uh, and we got back to, it was hilarious, we got to the um, um, just do it. I'm yep. like, when you have that thought, just do it. Yeah. Yep, there's a task that needs to get done, just do it. Because it. it's not a big thing, it's not a big deal. Each time you think about it, you're, those paths are getting further and further apart, so you just need to do it. So the moment you have this thought, should I do that thing, should I not, that's your best time to say yes and just get it done. This is for, for the adults out there who are not doing things as well. The moment you think of it, it's your best chance, the first time you think of it, or the second or whatever, every time you have that thought, should I or shouldn't I, the best thing you can do for yourself is just to say yes and do it, um, and build that path of doing it rather than the other path. So you're getting closer to your victory rather than further away from it every time you choose to just do it. And then you just do the things you need to do without even thinking about them. They just happen. So... um, yeah, so just do it, being the, uh, the well, that's the Nike, the well, Nike slogan, isn't it? Yeah, I, just I, do I, th- it. I think there was a, a certain element of uh, spiritual enlightenment uh, embodied in that statement by Nike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. So, um, so yeah, so just do it is the thing that I, uh, I said to them, like, but hey, when you've got that thought about, should I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, just do it. Yeah. The thing's done, yeah, the thing is done, and each time you choose just do it, becomes, you know, that path becomes uh, well-walked. And I think we were talking about the, the, the power of the moment and that is actually, that's, that's right on utilising that power of the moment. Yes, yes. And, and uh, our, our oldest just kind of lived in the moment. That's how he, he lived in life, um, yeah. which has, it, has its challenges. Yeah. Uh, because when he was a baby, like he, he was so in the moment, even as a baby, he'd play, he'd pick something up and he'd play with it. And when he was finished with it, he'd just throw it over his shoulder. Yeah. And, and then pick up the next thing. He'd play with that. When he's finished with it, he'd throw it over his shoulder. Now, it took us a little while to stop him throwing toys. We got there. Yeah. Um, and, but we're, we're still trying to progress through the next stage, which is going to remember where he put stuff. If he's in a footy match, right, in the middle of the field, if he gets hot, he just takes his jumper off and lets it go. Yeah. At the end of the game, we go, all right, let's go home. We go, oh, hang on. Why are you wearing a jumper? Where, where's your jumper? And you'll and be looking around for it, and there it is, trampled in the middle of the field. That's it. That's it. Because it's, it's so in the moment that nothing else kind of matters. So every day after school, we need to go, where's your lunchbox? Where's your, um, where's your, your jumper or whatever you brought? So we need to take responsibility for all the stuff you brought. 
because there's no way he's going to. So no, Ross, he's really, he's really in the moment. That that's that's you know part of me is kind of like um, admires that, and part of me is like, well, we need a we need kind of like a whole awareness to be able to pick those things up. So we're coming we're coming um, towards the end of this session, and what what I'd like to do is just just uh, kind of highlight some of the things we've talked about today, and. I think what you were getting at as reminding um, your child, it, it is helping to form a habit. Is that correct? Yeah. It doesn't require thought. And you were saying, you know, these, these pathways in our brain, they, there's two pathways, two ways when they make a choice. So it's, it's highlighting that other choice, highlighting, continually reminding them of that choice so that pathway becomes more of what they follow. Yeah. Hey, sometimes there's a hard choice and sometimes there's an easy choice. Yeah. But we choose the better choice and we build, we're looking at constructing the life that we love. Hey, you may not want to do that thing, but it's kind of one of those things you need to do. Yeah. You know, you need to brush your teeth so that your teeth don't rot and fall out of your head. You need to do that. But yeah. it may not be the fun choice. Yeah. But if you just choose it, even though it's not, you then get to never have to think about it again and you're just making good choices in that part of your life for the rest of your life. Yeah. So just do some little hard, mile, hard miles now to program that thing and then it becomes automatic and you never need to think about it. And I added, added in there that you can have fun doing anything you want as well. So use the example of myself when I'm in the kitchen, I put on music and I dance around as like looking play. Yeah. And I think perhaps our job as as parents is to find what, you know, find the words that will unlock that motivation, that inspiration within them. Yeah. Listening to them, you know, knowing what their strengths are, knowing what they like doing. And that's not a, uh, it's not an overnight thing. You need to spend time with your children to, to figure that out, I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 Perhaps, perhaps you know, <clears throat> you were saying there was a system. Perhaps there, uh, for those listeners who are who are on this and and, and listening to this today, um, pe- perhaps it's a refinement. Perhaps it's finding that individual tailored system that works for each child, and that that is that works for them. And it's finding what their strengths are and, and inspiring them to to go down that path. I think one of the highest things you can give them know is value. Yeah. All right, Ross. So uh, before we wrap up, is there anything anything further you'd like to add? Uh, not at all. Not at all. I've, I've had lots to add today. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think um, I think it, it was it was wonderful talking to you today, and it's um, it's. It's a great topic to talk about. I love talking about this topic. How do we how do we coach our our children? How do we inspire them to do better, um, to lead? Uh, 
I would um, invite you to uh, uh, again to talk about this topic in the future um, as we as we delve into this subject more and more. And, and um, for today, thank you. Thank you, Harsha. It's been great. And have a wonderful week. Oh, and you. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Our Root Truth. Stay tuned for more awakening sessions on our next episodes.